snap is back, ball is down, the kick is blocked, they got it! Denzel Ward blocked the field goal try, and that's the end of the first half. Can Denzel Ward do anything else? When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. 50, Nick Chubb! Hasta la vista, baby! Nick Chubb! Touchdown! What a catch by Landry! going on everybody welcome to another episode of the back row brown show with your boy maddie b back on the ones and twos we are with the back row browns part of the back row fantasy show network i'm your host matthew brinning you can find me on twitter at sports fanatic mp you can find the show at back row browns on twitter man it's good to be two and one first time in 84 games that we've been above 500 and damn it feels so good Damn, it feels so good, obviously. I mean, we we all know it's been a long time. I believe since Brian Hoyer, the Destroyer, have we been above 500. And while it wasn't a pretty game last Sunday against the Washington Red uh, Washington Football Club, almost said it, Washington Football Club, we got the win, and in the end, that's all that matters. We needed a win, and we got it. For today's show, we're going to go over some news and notes items for the Browns. We'll recap the game against the Washington Football Club, and of course, we will preview the game against the Dallas Cowboys in Week 4. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. All right, so no real big news coming out this week. Uh, luckily for us with the Browns, we do have some injuries and everything. Three players ruled out. We've got six questionable. We will discuss that once we get into previewing the Cowboys game. Uh, you know, obviously, there's a couple things. Miles Garrett wants to keep the success going. Understandable. We've had Mike McCarthy come out and say that he knows the Browns are going to run the ball, so they're going to play a... Very interesting defensive front there against the Browns. Uh, if you guys missed Baker Mayfield mic'd up against Washington, check that out. It was a pretty funny video. Looked like Baker is finally back. He's getting that confidence and that swagger back, so it was fun to see. But outside of that, really no news. I mean, the Browns have, uh, you know, lucky they've avoided anything really COVID-related. We've seen how that's hit Tennessee this week. Unfortunately, they've had to stop their game against Pittsburgh. Um, but outside of that, really nothing news-wise for the Browns. So let's go ahead and jump right in and recap what happened. Happened in week three against the Washington Football Club. First and ten at the Lions 29, and Prescott goes screen right. Elliott down the right side to the 25, to the 20, to the 10. Elliott to the pylon. Zeke Elliott, touchdown. 38 on the screen. 
takes the snap, gives it. Chubb runs. He's in it. 15. He's in the 20. 25. 30. 35. 40. 45. 50. There goes Chubb. He's in the 30. 20. 10. 5. Touchdown. Chubb will love a hub. 92 yards. from Adam. Case on a deep drop. Steps up in the pocket. He'll fire to the right side. Caught by Diggs. Stay oh my God. Oh my God. All right, so the Browns ended up winning this one 34-20. It uh, was not, the final score was not quite as indicative as uh, we may think. The Browns did not necessarily dominate this, at least on the offensive side. The defense did look good, but, uh, you know, some may look at that and say, was that more Dwayne Haskins making mistakes or the defense looking good? Let's start with the defensive side of the ball here. They get three interceptions, a fumble recovery as well. Just a great all-around game here for our defense. Miles Garrett with another huge strip sack fumble in this one that really kind of turned the game around. Same thing that we saw the week prior against Cincinnati. He has the huge strip sack that uh, is, is just key right at the right time, keep swinging the momentum back to Cleveland side, in my opinion, completely changed the game in that Cincinnati game, and it was a big move for them here in this game as well, Washington. Washington was still struggling a little bit, but that really kind of firmly, in my opinion, kind of made it look like the Browns were actually going to win this game and go above 500 uh, with that strip sack. It was It was a huge one for them. On the Browns offensive side here, Baker Mayfield, just 16 to 23, 156 yards, does get the two touchdowns uh, here. Looked okay. I mean, he's he's being asked to be a game manager at this point. It seems like that's what they want him to be in this offense. I'm not necessarily going to say that's a bad thing. I do think Baker has the ability, the arm, the the smarts, you know, the, the football IQ to win you a game if he needs to, but he's not being asked that right now, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that either. If that's what they want out of this offense, it's working at the moment. Run the ball, use Baker as that game manager type right now, and, and when you need him to win a game, I think that he can go out there and do it, but they want him to do this, and he's doing a good job of it. No picks in this one. Uh, did come close with one throw, but no picks. The two touchdowns, all in all, I thought was a good day for Baker. For the running backs here, Nick Chubb has the huge game. 108 yards on the 19 carries does get the two touchdowns. Averaging 5.7 yards a carry, he was just coming in and bruising the Washington football team defenders. It was nice to see Nick Chubb running like we kind of saw him do last year. He struggled a little bit against Cincinnati. Um, you know, again, Cincinnati, one of the worst rush defenses in the league. Him and Hunt both had huge moments in that game. Obviously, I'm sorry, he struggled against Baltimore. He did not struggle against Cincinnati. Uh, but struggled against Baltimore. We saw him bounce back a little bit against Cincinnati. Um, Chubb just looks like the guy we saw from last year. He's the best player on this team, uh, in my opinion. He continues to just be an all-out playmaker. Kareem Hunt gets 16 carries in this one. Just 46 yards, 2.9 yards a carry. He did get a little nicked up with the groin injury in this. Uh, the one thing I do like about uh, what they did in this game, at least, was... 
Chubb was getting a lot of the work early on, and then they kind of started bringing Hunt in more and more in the third and fourth quarter. I like that because he comes in with some fresh legs, and I do think that's huge to bring in a running back with the talent that Kareem Hunt has, fresh legs in the third, fourth quarter to pound a defense that's already been getting beat up by this offensive line and Nick Chubb. I do think that is obviously a huge advantage that the Browns have that not a lot of other teams do. Again, Nick uh, Hunt did get beat up a little bit in this one, does have a groin injury. We'll talk more about that when we get to the Cowboys game. But all in all, great game here for the running backs in Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. We're going to see a lot of this moving forward, so we got to hope that they keep producing. As for the wide receivers, nobody has anything eye-popping here, but they did enough to win the game, and that is all that matters. Odell catches uh, four balls for 59 yards, was targeted six six times. Jarvis Landry four times, gets all four of his catches for 36 yards. Austin Hooper got a little bit more involved in this one, gets four targets, gets three catches and 25 yards. And then, of course, Kareem Hunt gets the receiving touchdown again in this one. But just the three targets, two catches, 18 yards, and the touchdown. Harrison Bryant does get the other touchdown. The, uh, the touchdown over in the red zone was like a three-yard touchdown catch. So, you know, again... We expected them to come out here and run the ball. It helped, in all honesty, that Chase Young and Matt Ioannidis both got hurt in this game because Montez Sweat was destroying Jedrick Wills on the offensive line, which I do think affected the passing game a little bit. Baker was running for his life a little bit. And I'm going to be honest, at times it looked like Baker kind of reverted to last year's Baker. After getting pressured a bunch by Montez Sweat, he seemed to get a little bit of happy feet at times when he didn't need to. Uh, There was a couple times that I noticed the pocket was very clean. They were doing a really good job of holding up the rush, and Baker started getting the happy feet, moving around a little bit too much, made a couple bad throws. You know, I think he's still a little bit, I guess it's fair to say, damaged from what happened to him last year, but he's definitely looked better. He's he's calmed down the happy feet, so to say, a little bit more and more, and I think that's going to progress throughout the year, but it did not help with, with Sweat kind of just destroying Jedrick Wills on time. So I think all in all, it was a good game for the offensive line. Jedrick Wills had a bad game. To be expected, though. He's a rookie. I thought he's looked really good the first two games. So to come into the third game and, you know, get beat up by a guy like Montez Sweat, who was a first-rounder, you know, we expected him to be going up against Chase Young, but Chase Young got hurt. Montez Sweat comes in there, has himself a good game. I'm not thinking too much about it, to be honest. We needed to expect Jedrick Wills was going to have a bad game. He had a bad game here. That's okay. We just need him to bounce back this week against a good Dallas Cowboys front line. Their defense overall is not good, but their front line is pretty decent. All that being said, again, it's a huge win for the Browns, 34-20. They go to 2-1. and one. I mentioned it, I believe, on last week's podcast, and I'll say it again. They've got a, a huge, huge couple games coming up here, a tough road stretch, or not road stretch, but a tough three games here. Um, not an easy schedule for them. I'd be happy if they came out of this 3-5 and five or 4-4. Four and four. Cowboys this week, Colts next week, Steelers. Then they get the Bengals again, but then the Raiders. And, and I think that's where... You know, Raiders, Bengals, yeah, are, are winnable games. Raiders definitely look like a much more improved team. Uh, we should have beat them a couple years ago in Oakland, Las Vegas now. Uh, but Steelers and Colts and Cowboys are not easy wins. But if we want to be a playoff team, if we want to be a good team, these are the games you need to steal one of these three, in my opinion. So that's when I say, like, I, I want them to be 4-4. Four and four. I can see that. Obviously, if they end up 5-3, and three, I'm even happier. Fuck it. 6-2, and two, even better. But, you know... 
I don't know if that will happen. Obviously, I hope it will happen. I do think they 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 split with Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's still a very good team, as much as I hate to say that. The Pittsburgh Squealers are still a good team. And I do think the Browns will split with them. Do they get this one and win the next one? We'll see. Uh, but Colts, Cowboys, not easy. But it is good. They beat the, the Washington football team. You have to beat the teams you're supposed to if you want to make the playoffs, and they did that. It's not something we've seen the Browns do in the past. I'm happy to see that they beat Washington 34-20. Great win overall, even though the team did not look great. And they're going to have to come and be on their P's and Q's if they want to be a very good Dallas Cowboys offense. We eating all day, bro. I'm hitting you every time. Every time you come as well, I'm gonna hit you. Y'all not gonna be able to do that. You don't want no problems, bro. You are my boy. I'm a man. It's about to get ugly. I want to score. Yeah. You don't want to talk so much. It's time to do now. Not just a good old-fashioned rear end whipping. Get a house, baby. I'm in a league of my own. They ain't messing with me. Are you tired? Are you tired? Let's go. The Cowboys offense is very scary, and we are going to already start talking about this week four game here against the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys are only getting 4.5 points at the moment, so a lot of uh, people in Vegas here clearly are buying into the Browns being at least somewhat turned around. Uh, and I do believe that their offense is going to be somewhat turnaround. But this defense against that Cowboys offense is is the biggest matchup for me, so let's start there. We need to get pressure on Dak. Garrett Vernon, if Vernon plays, he is currently sitting at questionable right now. We need Gustin to kind of step up when he can. The biggest one, I think, being out for us on that defensive line is Adrian Claiborne with the hip. He's been really good for us on that defensive line. He's out. So they need to rely on Ogan Joby, Richardson, Garrett, and Vernon. Those guys are going to be huge. They need to put some pressure on Dak. They need to force him to get the ball out. You know, Jacob Phillips, there was talk about him possibly coming back and joining the linebacker group. Uh, he is out with a knee again in this one. But does look like Mac Wilson's going to be out there more and more, which is good. Our defense has been very good against the run. Having Mac Wilson out there. B.J. Goodson has been, in all honesty, kind of a godsend against the run here. We need to keep that up. Obviously, if you're a Buckeyes fan, or even if you've just been paying attention to the NFL the past couple years, you know how good Zeke is. And it's going to be imperative that we slow Zeke down. They, they do build their passing game somewhat off of the run. So if we can slow Zeke down and force them to rely on the pass, I'm not sure that that's necessarily a good thing with the weapons that they have. But you don't want them to be able to pass all over you and have Zeke run all over you as well. So get pressure on Dak. Try and slow down Zeke, I think, is going to be some recipe for success on this defense. Of course, if we do force them to pass it, our defense, uh, you know, Denzel Ward is questionable. I do think he's going to play, but obviously if he's not 100%, that's going to be tough. He, he is a lockdown corner, in my opinion, one of the best corners in the game. Should be able to hopefully, for the most part, lock down whomever he's on, whether it's Cooper, Gallup, or CeeDee Lamb. I'd imagine it's going to be Cooper or Gallup. I don't know if he completely negates them, but I do think that he he limits them. So that's good, but they still have two really good weapons, of course. Grady Williams, still out with the shoulder, so we can't rely on him. Now, Terrence Money Mitchell has been good, but I don't know if he shuts down. Now, you know, let's just say that, that Ward ends up on Cooper. Cooper's the best route runner. I do think he's still considered there one, so let's say Ward shadows him for the most part. Can Money Mitchell shut down CeeDee Lamb or Michael Gallup? Probably 50% of the time, maybe 60%. I mean, Mitchell has been really good. 
But as we know, our defense has not been great. I mean, Haskins looked like a world beater at times against this defense. I do think... I don't want to say it's necessarily the talent. Uh, we do have some talent on the defense. Part of it, I do think, is just it's a new scheme with Joe Woods. These guys are still learning. This is technically would be the last preseason game if you want to go by that route in the four games here. So I do think the defense is going to continue to get better, but we are beat up. We've got some guys out there that, that wouldn't be even starters or second-string guys on some teams. So defense is definitely where our biggest weakness is at. Having a guy like Ward who did not participate in practice um, and was limited Thursday and Friday hopefully means that he's going to be able to play and be good to go. Maybe they're just kind of giving him some rest due to him being a little beat up. But it's going to be key for him to be out there, especially with Greedy out. And we're going to need Money Mitchell to play a little bit above his pay grade uh, to slow down that offense again, which is it's going to be a, a very good offense. They're going to put up points. And that's why we're going to need our offense to put up points. And I do think that this, I don't want to say necessarily a get-right game because we did beat the Washington football team and the offense did look good in spurts. But this is it. This is when we're going to need our passing attack to come alive. I'm, I'm curious to see how the offense goes in this game. Uh, there's two two kind of theories on this, right? Like you, you give the ball to Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. You try and bleed the clock out as much as possible. Kind of hold the time of possession, if you if you want to say the Browns holding the time of possession against the Cowboys because they can score quick. High-flying offense, Dak has looked really good, but if you're holding the ball, running the ball a lot, keeping that offense off the field, that's another good way to play defense, and it's going to help your defense out a lot as well. If that doesn't work, though, they're going to have to rely on Baker to throw the ball, and I do think Baker is going to be successful in this game. Fantasy-wise, I have him as a top 15 play. I think that Odell is going to have a good game. Jarvis Landry, I think, is the big matchup in this one. He's the guy that I would really kind of lean on uh, in the fantasy matchup in this one. But let's go ahead and talk about those guys. So as I mentioned, if they are able to run with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, Hunt is was limited in practice with the groin injury. He did return Friday and have a, a full practice so we're expecting him to be out there the one thing that worries me is that it is a groin injury and groins for an explosive running back like Hunt still it worries me I'm not gonna lie I'm a little bit worried about Hunt being being able to be a, a real game changer in this one and I do think we will need him to be that if we want to win this game now, maybe it helps that Baker is from the area. He's you know played most of his college career here in Texas and Oklahoma. He's going to probably have a lot of friends and family at this game. It is, in a way, almost like a home game for Baker. Uh, there are They are allowing fans into the stadium. I believe it's 50,000 or something like that. I might be at the game. Looks like I will be there, uh, so I am excited about that. Uh, but Baker, he's talked about being excited to come here and play, but he understands there's a lot of different things that he's got to to focus on. He has not done much in the fourth quarter of these games. Now, some of that being the fact that the Browns were up, really, in the Cincinnati and the Washington football game. Uh, so there wasn't much need for him to be kind of a top guy and kind of throwing the ball around all over the field and, and trying to put up points. I do think that probably changes in this one. Uh, I, I think they are going to have to rely on him a lot. As I said, I do have him as a top option this week. Uh, but let's let's... Uh, you know what? Let's stick with Baker. It's going to be big. 
They've got Alden Smith on that defensive line, Demarcus Lawrence. Alden Smith has has looked like he never missed a snap. Uh, he sat out of the league for four years, uh, but he's the leading sack. Uh, I believe he's got the most sacks in the NFL right now. Like he, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Four sacks right now after missing four seasons. Uh, with being suspended on off the field issues, Garrett only has two. So I mean, this is this is huge right now. They've got to figure out a way to slow down Demarcus Lawrence and Alden Smith. Quick plays, which I think is where Landry comes in. They're gonna have to use Hunt, who I am, as I mentioned, a little bit worried about with the groin injury uh, in the the receiving game as well. But Baker's gonna have to come up clutch here. It, it's I do think that the game is eventually going to land on his shoulders. Can he win us a game? Can we depend on him when we need to if the run is not working? That's going to be the big thing here. That's going to be the big question we're going to need to have answered from Baker Mayfield. I do think Chubb and Hunt will be fine. Uh, Dallas has not been good against the pass or the run, really. They've been worse against the pass, which is, again, why I think that it's going to be crucial for them to be successful there. But I do think Chubb and Hunt both get theirs. They're both going to be fine for you in fantasy. And I do think for the most part of the game, they're going to rely heavily on those two guys to carry this team. And again, as I mentioned, keep Dallas's offense off the field by keeping time of possession, getting those rough, tough runs. You know, Chubb had a comment Last week, I believe it was before the Washington game, that his favorite runs are those ones that just get one or two, or like that first down run for one or two, three yards. Because he's like, it sets you up better than you think for that next down and the next down. You know, if you're getting two, three yards every time, by the time he gets a third down, you only have to go a couple more yards. And, and I like that mentality. He's not just trying to get you those big runs, which he will get you, but he enjoys getting those nice, tough, gritty runs. And that's what Nick Chubb's about. It's what we love about him as a Cleveland Brown. And I think that that's what he's going to do this week. He's going to get a bunch of those tough, tough runs. I do expect him to break one big one, though, against this defense. Uh, but I do think it's going to be more Chubb than Hunt, especially with Hunt coming in with the groin injury. Keep talking about how Baker's going to have to win us this game. That means he's going to have to rely on his wide receivers. I don't see Austin Hooper being a big part of this game again. I, I could see him getting four or five targets again, not expecting him to do much with them. Harrison Bryant keeps getting more involved. I would still not start him unless you're just looking for a huge upside play, which I could see him getting another touchdown here. And, and with the tight end position in fantasy, that technically comes through for you uh, with as bad as that tight end position has been in fantasy. The big thing is going to be Odell and Landry. I, I do think Landry has the better matchup in the slot here. If he goes into the slot, he has been kind of mixing back and forth in the slot and on the outside. If he stays in the slot for the most part, I think he's got the best matchup. I could see him getting seven, eight catches here, getting close to 100 yards as I do expect them to throw the ball a lot. I do think Odell gets a big catch in this game. Uh, I'm expecting him to go over 100. Now, I know I did say this last week. I was a little bit wrong in Washington's defense. They were much better against the pass than I originally thought, uh, and they showed that. This is not no shot. Dallas is beat up in that secondary. They're missing their top two corners. Uh, I, I do think Odell's going to be able to take advantage. I do expect him to go over 100 yards this game and score one, possibly two touchdowns. I am expecting a big game from Odell and Baker, and if it doesn't happen, I think that the Browns are probably going to end up, not even probably, if, if Odell and Baker cannot have a big game here, I think the Browns lose this game. There's, there's just no way about it. That Dallas offense is too explosive. They've got too much firepower. There are going to be times that Baker and, and Odell or Landry are going to have to come through in this one, and if they don't, the Browns will lose this game. That all being said, I think the Browns pull off the upset here. I really do. I know this is a Browns podcast, and 
You guys want me to be objective and not homerism, but I do think I'm being objective here. Dallas has enough weaknesses in that offense. As I mentioned, this defense has been getting a little bit better every single week. This is week four of that so-called quote-unquote preseason mode with them really getting more and more integrated into this Joe Woods defense. We got Mac Wilson back. I do expect Denzel Ward to be out there playing. As I mentioned earlier, if Money Mitchell can just play a little bit above his pay grade and slow one of these guys down, that run defense for the Browns has been much better than it has been in, I would easily say, a decade. Slowing Zeke down, you got one other guy that can probably beat you in CeeDee Lamb or Gallup, whoever Mitchell or Ward isn't on. Are they going to make big plays? Yes. Are Dallas Is Dallas going to score in this game? Yes, I expect this to be like a 35-31 game. It's going to be high scoring, but I think the Browns defense is going to get just enough stops. We've seen that Dallas just, they are good at home, but they seem to just struggle sometimes. They just, they just can't get off the struggle bus sitting around 500. I think the Browns, Baker comes out, somewhat of a home game for him here. He's going to have a bunch of friends and family in the stands. He wants to come out and prove a little something-something here. I think he's going to come out, a little bit of his hair on fire. We saw the swagger back last week. We saw him getting all excited during plays, all mic'd up, and I loved every little bit of it. I think Baker's coming back a little bit. He's getting that confidence back. He's going to make a couple big plays in this one. He's going to lead the Browns to a huge victory, moving us to 3-1, and one, which will be crucial for the first part of this schedule. Being 3-1... and one, is going to be huge. Again, As that, for me, that means you got to get one out of the next couple, and if you get two, you're in really good shape to make the playoffs. So I'm expecting a win, hoping to be at this game. Looks like I'm going to be there. Might fall through at the last minute, but i got a buddy, it looks like, coming in from Cleveland. It's going to hook me up with some tickets. We're going to go to the game and hopefully watch Baker beat these Cowboys. God, I hope it happens. I can't wait. I, unfortunately, as I mentioned before, live in Texas at the moment, and Cowboys fans are fucking insufferable. All they're talking about all week is how they're going to wipe the floor with our brownies. So I do expect it to be a close and competitive game. And if they can pull off the upset, you best believe your boy Matty B is going to be down here in Dallas touting those Cleveland Browns and will not stop shit talking for at least another four years whenever they play each other in Cleveland again. That'll do it for me today, though, guys. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you guys have time, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasting needs or wherever you're listening to me at. And uh, hit us up on Twitter. You can give us the show a follow at Browns or me at SportsFanaticMB. We will be back next Friday when we recap the Dallas Cowboys game and get ready for a game against the Indianapolis Colts in Cleveland. As always, good luck in your fantasy matchups this week, and go Browns. Prepare for glory! I don't know if you got your pop on.